This is CNT Talk. Every week, two friends debate the issues of the ages as we agree to disagree. It's never politically correct, but it's always entertaining. Join us tonight so you can sound knowledgeable at work tomorrow. We're smacking you upside the head with the hammer of truth. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to, again, get some things off my chest, get off my mind. Uh, I want to I want you to think about something and, and think of a time in your life when you were just tired, bone tired, everything hurt, um, you just anything, any little thing would set you off because you were just so tired. That's where I feel right now. Now, it doesn't help I'm coming off a cold, uh, one of those summer colds that seems to crop up um, periodically, but I'm just tired. I'm, I, I guess my, my patience level, especially right now, is just worn thin. And it, it's a lot of subjects. It's, it's not just Joe Biden. It's not just Kamala Harris. <clears throat> it's, not, it's not the whole government, although that is an issue. <clears throat> it's just society right now. I feel as though nobody knows how to be pleasant to each other. You know, it's, it's all about screaming at you long enough to get my point across. Not because you're going to change your mind when you hear my point, but I need to get it out there and I need to scream it as loud as possible. Whether it's uh, PTI, like Wilbon, he, he loves to scream. His, his MO is scream because that makes your point somehow. Uh, it doesn't change the words you're saying, but they're said very loudly. So he's right and you're wrong because you disagree with him. Um, it could be uh, Joe Biden when he, when he whispers into the microphone. That's when you know he's lying. Well, pretty much when Joe Biden's speaking, he's lying. Um, but just look around you. People are tired. They're, they're just tired. There's no level of civility still existing. I don't care where you go. Go to a convenience store. Go to a gas station. Go to a restaurant. Go to a shopping center. People are just out for themselves. And I don't think this is the only time this has ever happened, but I was talking with some coworkers the other day and about how do you get past this? Because whether this is the new normal or it's a phase that will go back to something else, maybe, I, I don't know that. But how do we get back to honesty, truth, honesty, and civility? And I don't know that I have the answer, but I just wanted to share some things that are frustrating me. So I'm going to talk a little bit about sports, but really the political portion of sports, not really the sports themselves. So as you, as you've, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, I'm not a golf fan. Don't care about golf. Went away tomorrow. Wouldn't bother me in the slightest. But I am intrigued by the fight between the PGA and their players. And the Live Golf Tour, which is sponsored by the Saudi Arabian, basically the government of Saudi Arabia, because everything's sponsored by the government of Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Um, there seems to be a tremendous amount of anguish and angst over players defecting from the PGA to go play for Live Golf. And depending on the, the quality of the player, some are given a pass if they do this because, well, it's a lot of money. Others are not because they just don't like that player. So it's, it's really interesting. 
Um, I think from a consumer standpoint, it's probably not a great thing because it dilutes the tournaments quite a bit. Um, you're going to have some players at one tournament, some players at another tournament. But if if I'm being very honest, I don't think a lot of a lot of casual golf fans are watching anything more than a major. They might check out something else occasionally if it happens to be on because they like to watch golf. But if you're not a diehard golf fan, you're probably not watching uh, the John Deere Open. Maybe you are. Maybe you have a player there and they have a chance to win and you, you care about that. So I don't know that it really affects the casual viewer. Um, but it does affect the PGA. Because if they don't have all the best players in the world, and again, they're not the only tour in the world, but you would think they are. But if they don't have all the best players, why would somebody go watch the John Deere Open? Why would, why would John Deere sponsor the John Deere Open uh, if they can't get um, all the best players to be there? That's, that's why they're sponsored. They want to get eyeballs. They want to see sponsors uh, produce money to, to, to show this and, and produce the, po- the prize money. If they're somewhere else, does it diminish the value of those tournaments? Of course it does. And how couldn't it? So it, it's very interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I think from a financial standpoint, as a player, it's a good thing, uh, at least in the short term, because it means there's competition for your services. If you're a professional golfer in the United States, you had the PGA or you had nothing. Um, Now you have something else. Now, I think most of those tournaments are going to be overseas, so maybe that's not as ideal as you'd like. It looks like the majors, at least in the short term, seem like they're going to allow you to play. We'll see if that changes. They get some pressure. Um, But I want to talk about why this seems to be such an issue. And it's around um, the journalist, and Tony and I talked about this when it happened, uh, Khashoggi, who was working for the Washington Post, was killed by the Saudi government. Um, is, Is it that the people crying loudest about it are journalists and they see themselves in in that situation uh, because I don't. <clears throat> some of the players are upset with it. Eh, I, I think if you were offered enough money, you'd you'd flip too. I, I just don't think if somebody offered you five, ten times what you you could make uh, at the PGA, you wouldn't consider it. You know, some of your scruples may have changed after that. But I think it seems all to be focused around this Khashoggi killing by the Saudi government, and then they bring up nine eleven. Now, I'm not foolish enough to believe that the the uh, journalist pro- proclaiming that 9-11 suddenly matters because it didn't matter before. It didn't matter except after nine, right after 9-11 that it was Saudi uh, citizens who uh, took down the Twin Towers and, and, some other, and the Pentagon and in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. That wasn't, uh, that was the only time you really cared it was Saudis. And do we blame an entire country because of bad actors? No, we would have the same issue if that was the case. Um, do I think the Saudi government is repressive of their citizens? Oh yeah, but that's not new. Um, that's been for a long time. So now suddenly you care because something. Um, so just, that's something interesting to watch, but I don't know if people are tired of the millionaires making millions of dollars complaining about somebody else making millions of dollars. I don't have any sympathy for either group because I don't care. I'm not making that money. And, um, if you can get it, sure. Great. 
The other sports story is Brittany Griner in Russia. Um, now, it, it would appear that what Brittany Griner did in February, which was carry um, a vaping pen with cannabis oil that was confiscated at the airport, she had it on her. And per Russian law, that's not allowed. Uh, it didn't help that a week later, uh, Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine. Uh, so now she it becomes a political football. Uh, but we're being told that she's being held as a political prisoner. She broke the law. And she's being tried. Now, you don't understand Russian courts, and I didn't until I did some research. Basically, you can, you can plead guilty, which she has. And then they still continue to read the charges, and it could take weeks to get through all the things that they want to say, and then they pass sentence. And I read a story today that she, she's probably going to be convicted. She pled guilty. Uh, I would assume she was going to be convicted. I would think it was assumed she was going to be convicted even if she pled not guilty. It's Russia. It's not a, it's not a democracy in the way you think, and then people get outraged because it's not a democracy. It hasn't been a do- democracy, even, even if you thought it was. But... She may be held for political reasons. This show trial, which is what it is, um, is occurring because of political reasons. And her writing a passion, an impassioned letter to Joe Biden to get her out, I'm not sure what he's supposed to do to get her out since all Putin wants is to, to make us look bad. And I don't know how giving her up makes us look bad. It makes us look better. Um, I think he, he's getting his pound of flesh out of this, but don't mistake that Brittany Griner did break the law. She's not innocent. She broke the law. Now, should she be see 10 years in jail? It's not my country. It's not the laws I would have chosen, uh, but that's the law of the land. And whether she likes that or not, or whether her family likes that or not, she did it. So it, it's this whole solidarity with this political event. If, if Putin hadn't invaded Ukraine a week after she was picked up at the airport, would we have the same thought process around this political nature of this? Maybe. You know, I don't, I don't know that it, you can't go back and counterfactual, but it seems like that's a big uh, reason behind all this um, angst amongst the WNBA. And again, WNBA, it, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. So I, if it's not on, it doesn't matter to me. So the two sports that I'm really concerned more about the political side of things. And then we come to our government. Um, yeah, our inflation is accelerating. Wholesale prices are accelerating. You're going to see more of that. We're touting the fact that gas prices have gone down for 30 consecutive days, and they're still two, over $2 a gallon more than they were when Joe Biden took office. So don't pat yourself on the back too much, Joe and, and company. It's still much, much higher than it was and I think, again, I think that's the, the benefit, that's the feature and the benefit of what they're trying to do. Um, his, his Middle East tour, come on, <laughs> it was not going to fix anything. Why would the Saudis give us more gas, more, more oil to, to refine? They're not going to do that. So it was a get on your knees and beg, but it really wasn't going to change anything. Um, and I think that's where the weakness of the Biden administration is, is writ large. Um, I don't know that I hate to say this is worse than Carter. Um, 
I think they're equally bad. Uh, it's hard to say which is worse. Uh, modern presidencies, yeah, they're, they're pretty bad um, domestically, um, foreign policy-wise. Uh, but again, I don't know that anybody should truly be shocked. Maybe the 81 million people who voted for Joe Biden are surprised that Joe Biden isn't up to the task of the of running the country, being president. And, and Kamala Harris, she just rambles on in, in incoherent um, thought patterns. I don't know why anybody should be surprised by this. If you were, I don't think you were paying attention. I, I, I think, as I've always said, you voted against Donald Trump. You didn't vote for Joe Biden. 81 million people didn't vote for Joe Biden. They may have cast their ballot for Joe Biden because they were casting against Donald Trump. But don't, don't mistake winning that election as a resounding endorsement of you personally. It was your opponent. Had you had a different opponent, the outcome may have been different. So I'm not convinced that um, he came in with a mandate, even though that's what he would say, got more votes than anyone else in history. Sure. But it doesn't mean they wanted you. They wanted anybody who wasn't Donald Trump, or at least 81 million people did. Uh, now, the fact that there's still around 30% of people who still think you're doing a good job, I don't know what their criteria is. I, I truly don't. What do you determine as a good job? I, I cannot see it. I do not know what you're, you're using as your litmus test for good job. Um, inflation is running crazy. The uh, highest it's been in 40 years, it keeps going up month after month, even though we're told it's, it's not really what you think it is. Uh, I think that's where I get, I'm tired. I'm tired of being lied to over and over with something that's very easily shown to be wrong, but we're continuing to be lied to. Now, I'm not saying Donald Trump didn't lie to the American public. Uh, he did. Um, I think all presidents do. And I think there's, a, there's something to be said for putting a happy face on tough times, but I don't know that it's, it's necessary that you put, you got to spin a guess to a point, but this seems like spin for the sake of spin without any actual thought process uh, behind it. Um, it. It appears that oil was taken out of our strategic reserves and sold to India and China, which, mm, Why? That would be the only reason I come up with why. Uh, and ironically, with a link to Hunter Biden's company in China. So it, it really does beg the question, are we all supposed to believe that um, Joe Biden has no idea what his, his son is up to and somehow Hunter Biden is the smartest person he knows? I think I said this last time. If Hunter Biden is the smartest person you know, maybe you need to get a new criteria. Maybe you need to get smarter friends. Because Hunter Biden doesn't seem like the smartest guy in any room he ever enters. And if he is, that's a bad room. Um, I, I just question why do I keep being told, you know, you're spitting in my face and telling me it's raining. It, it's obviously not raining. You're just spitting in my face and I'm supposed to believe your lies. I don't want to be lied to by any party. I, I'm tired of being lied to. I'm tired of being led astray. Uh, for no apparent purpose other than to lie to me and blame somebody else. The Democratic committee, or I'll just say the Democrats, they have a 50-50 tie, which was a tiebreaker with Kamala Harris in the Senate. They're, they have a small majority in the House, but they are in charge of the House, and they have the presidency. 
Tell me why it's the Republicans keeping you from doing what you want. Because you can't. See, I'm a big believer in if your way is the right way, it won't take much convincing to convince others to follow you simply because it's the right decision. When you push an agenda that is not the right decision, but it's very partisan, and then blame the other guy for not going along with your crazy decisions, is it really the other guy or is it you? Um, And I think most of the time it's Joe Biden. It's him believing if I can point the blame at the Republicans, even though I've done nothing to convince the Republican members of Congress to vote for this, then did you do your job? He talked about working across the aisle and the the bipartisan divides and how he just was good at that. Well, he doesn't seem to be real good at it. His his, uh, deputies in Congress don't seem to be real good at it, but I don't know that they ever were. Uh, Chuck Schumer is not great at this. Nancy Pelosi is not great at this. Um, it, it's just a lot of the same old, same old, we can't get the agenda we want, so it's somebody else's fault. Well, you know what? You can keep tooting that horn. You can keep talking about things like that, but it's not going to change simply because you blame somebody else. You're responsible, and you need to take responsibility for it. So when I say I'm tired, I'm tired. I'm tired of where we find ourselves. I'm tired of the continual uh, rehashing of January 6th and the 2020 election. Uh, Donald Trump lost. He lost. And January 6th happened. Prosecute those who broke the law and move on with life. I'm I'm just tired of the rehashing for political purposes only. You're, You're not trying to get to the truth. You're not trying to find a solution. You're trying to denigrate your opponents in the media through the, using your media. That's it. And if that's all you're trying to do, I'm bored. I'm tired. I'm bored. I don't care. Move on. 2020 is not coming back. You won the election. Be a gracious winner or a sore winner, whatever. Just be, you, were the, you won. Move on. Uh, I know they're trying to f- put this together for November of 2022 to try to save some House seats or Senate seats. And maybe it'll work. I mean, the Republicans find a way to shoot themselves in the foot every time they're given the opportunity. So I won't say that it's a foregone conclusion that the Republicans are going to take over the House and or the Senate. Um, I'm hopeful, but I'm not confident because they show me over and over that they can't. Um, And I said this before, I do believe the Republicans are better as an opposition party than as a ruling party. They don't seem to know what to do when they have control. Um, it got judges through, which I guess is something, but from a legislative standpoint, they don't seem to know they, they're too willing to compromise all the time and they water down anything they wanted to do. And it's basically just, I got my name on a bill that became a law. Nothing really changes. Um, name, name a legislative piece of legislation from the last 20 years that a Republican can tout. I'll wait because I can't think of any. I can't think of anything. Maybe, maybe the Trump tax cut, but it was watered down because it's it's short term, and it reverts back. So, did you really, did you really do anything, or did you do something short term that has a fallback? Um, I, I think when there's no lasting change, all you've done is um, rearrange the chairs on the Titanic. That's my feeling. So I'm tired of that. I want people to be civil. But I want people to kind of let us alone. Let's go live our lives. We are the people who make the money. We earn the living. 
shouldn't we have a say in how that money is spent? Sure, we should, but we're not going to as long as members of Congress and the government seem to think they know better. Um, I, I'm tired of that. I'm really tired of being told over and over, we know better how to spend your money. Um, I would say you know how to spend your money and I know how to spend my money, but the two are not mutually uh, inclusive. So let me alone and let me go live my life. Um, don't make, me, don't make my life harder. Don't make my family's life harder because of your policies to advance your agenda. Um, I've been told over and over again that the Democrats are the party of science. And yet, I don't see any actual science put out there. I see pseudoscience. I see people who claim scientific basis. But if you ever actually look at the data, uh, it's a little spurious uh, at best. And I think that's where people say, well, it was a, it was a journal. It was, it was put in a journal. Yeah. yeah, just because somebody put it in a journal doesn't mean it was reviewed. It doesn't mean it was good science if it was reviewed. Um, so I have a critical, jaundiced eye towards scientific data. And if it's not uh, mathematically correct, uh, I will say so. And most of what I see put out as quote-unquote science today is just that. So if you're the party of science, then actually use science. Otherwise, stop saying the word science because it doesn't seem like you know what that means. Um, so... Again, I'm coming off an illness, so maybe my my threshold for uh, dealing with BS is lower than it would be otherwise, but I'm just tired, and I don't know if you are as well. If you are, let us know on the comments or you know, contact us on the on the voicemail. Uh, but just let us know. I, I, I want to I want to be positive that I think there's better days ahead. Uh, I just can't tell you when, and it's really going to depend on November. And in 2024, and you know, can people get their act together or they continue to compromise? I, I say this with all sincerity. The Republicans are Charlie Brown, in my mind, with Lucy with the football. We keep believing that if we do this, they'll like us. They'll treat us better. We'll get to kick that football. And every time the football gets pulled out from under us and they laugh because you keep falling for the same trick over and over and over. If you continue to worry about what people think, you will continue to do things wrong for the country. You need to do what's right for the country in all situations, and people will think what they want. Somebody's opinion about a topic doesn't make it right. It just makes it their opinion, mine included. So if you're, you're, doing, you're making policy based on the opinion of people, then you've already lost because as... <laughs> As a general rule, most people are stupid, including myself, depending on the topic. So you can't sit here and say, well, uh, most people think this is the way we should do things. Why? Do they even know what they're talking about? Are these the same people who sit and, and have no idea who they're voting for before they walk in the booth? And then they see the names, and they don't even know who the names are. That's the people you want determining what policy should be? No. If you know what you're talking about, Set the policy. Don't set the policy based on the whims of the, the voting electorate. That's not right. Now, also base it on fact, not conjecture and fantasy. Uh, the, the Green New Deal is fantasy. Anybody who's ever looked at it with a, a calculating eye knows that it's fantasy. So stop acting as though it's factual science and we can do this, but there's no actual 
how do you get from here to there? There's none of the, uh, what do we do when, when it's dark or when it's, uh, the wind stops or the, we're in a drought. It's just, well, we'll just do this and, and that will fix us. Uh, um, exhibit a Sri Lanka. Okay. So I'm tired. Maybe you're tired. I just want more from my elected officials. I want them to actually care about what they're doing. And right now I don't feel that. So if you do, please tell us. I'd like to hear your thoughts and your opinions on that. If you don't, uh, tell us that as well. And if you have an opinion about the Live Golf Tour or Brittany Griner or anything else, um, again, please let us know. I want to thank you for joining us. I'm Chad, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Production.